You are now listening to the first chapter of the Elvis Presley Imagines. Baby, what you want me to do? It is 1968. Elvis is about to enter the stage of his comeback special. He looks at his entire figure in the mirror. His black hair is gelled to stay in shape. His sideburns are showing since he decided to let them grow. The stylists told him to wear a black leather outfit composed by a jacket and a pair of skinny trousers. This is what he is wearing. He looks at the picture of his mother and touches the glass, which is covering the photo. I'll make you proud of me, Mama. I did before, and I'm going to do it now. I love you, Mama. I miss you. His southern accent echoed a little in the empty room while he was speaking to the picture of Gladys. You peek your head inside the room, not wanting to disturb him. You gently knock on the red wooden door as you see him standing there, almost looking as if he is empty of his feelings. Are you ready, soldier boy? You ask him, fixing the color of his jacket. Soldier boy. That was the name you always called him. You both started dating each other when he came back from his army duty in Germany. Elvis looks down at you since he was gigantic when compared to you. Yes, little one, I'm super ready. He replies to your question, slightly nodding his head as he tries to hide the tears by loudly swallowing. You felt bad for him. You did not know how to help him which made you feel even worse. Elvis caresses your jawline with his thumb by placing his hand on your neck. You two stare at each other for a while, getting lost in each other's eyes. He then presses a soft kiss on your lips. I love you, Darl. You wish me luck. He says, kissing you once again before finally leaving the room. You smile happily for a brief moment, then follow him down the hallway, looking at his majestic figure. His body is everything you want, even after all this time. You love his concerts. The reason is simple, you see him smile. Elvis enters the stage. Loud applauses and cheers come from the crowd, clapping their hands and screaming in joy. You walk towards the stairs that lead to the higher level of the seats, so you sit down, looking down at your smiling man. He blows a kiss to you, then he sits down, surrounded by his long-time musicians. He takes a deep breath and starts talking at the microphone. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? He questions, only getting loud screams in response. Nice, me too. He playfully jokes, taking his guitar from the stand. He plays a chord to find the right tune, then begins to sing Heartbreak Hotel.
His songs are all your favorites, even if each one has a different meaning to you. This song he is playing right now is so sexy, so sexy that makes you want to grab his leather outfit and rip it off his body. But you take a breath and let out a happy sigh, daydreaming about him when you hear his soothing and deep voice. Elvis catches his breath again after the end of the first song. You look down at him, noticing his focused expression while he plays the initial riff of Baby, What You Want Me To Do. You love it when he is silent and concentrated. It makes you feel the precision of his job. You can clearly see that he loves his guitar and lives for his music. A short flashback hits your thoughts when he pouts a little while playing. Elvis, stop looking at me like that. I am not going to give you this. No, we started dating yesterday and you already want me to take off my clothes and all that. Forget it. You firmly speak, stepping back from him while crossing your arms in anger. He looks at you and smiles softly, curling his lip a little as he always did when he knew he was right. Come on, mama, give me what I deserve. I've been in Germany for two years. I've been looking at your picture in my wallet each time I could. Elvis replies, feeling quite proud for the way he is looking today. He is wearing a black outfit, shirt and jeans. You stare at his figure for a while, biting your bottom lip as you are desiring to touch him under those clothes. He catches your sight and smirks at himself, walking closer to you. It seems... It seems that somebody wants me. Am I right, young lady? He asks you, lifting your chin up by placing his index finger under it. You gaze into his eyes and nod your head feeling humble and shy all of a sudden. Yes, yes, sir. You answer him, your voice trembles. You gulp and jump a little when he touches your higher waist with his big, boyish hands. Hmm? I didn't hear you, pretty mama. He asks again, massaging your rib cages with his thumbs. Elvis, I... You try to speak, but his presence makes you forget how to talk how to think, how to breathe. You? He questions, wanting to hear those famous three words coming from your mouth. You quickly shake your head and step back again, walking to the door. Good, good night. You wish him good night and walk out of his room. Where are you going, baby? You ain't got no room out there, darl. You might not want to spend the night under a bridge, am I right? His voice scares you a little, so you turn around and slowly walk towards him. Listen, you big animal. I am not your toy and I am not going to give you sex. No, at least not tonight. Even if you are all I've ever wanted since I was 12, but I knew I couldn't have you since you were 18. Now I'm 16 and I can do whatever I want, but it's still a no. You tell him, having a mad look in your eyes. He raises his arms and laughs. Who told you I wanted that? 
I just want to cuddles while watching our favorite movie, little one. He reveals, smiling innocently at you. You then start blushing, feeling a huge amount of heat in your cheeks and entire body. I, um... You look down at the ground in shame and embarrassment as he takes your tiny hands, pulling you inside the room and closing the door behind him. You are staring at him this whole time, but he suddenly sees you and looks at you for a small second. Your eyes widen as you feel the same shame and embarrassment of that night you spent together, the one that appeared in your flashback just a few seconds ago. You wave at him and smile, yet it is too late since he is already looking at some other chick on the parter. I, uh, I'm gonna tell you a quick story, fellas, he says, drying his sweat drops from his chest by tapping it with the fabric of a jacket. You know, your name and I have been together for how many years, babe? He looks up at you again, smiling as he breathes heavily. You stand up and look at him, chuckling. Eight years, you reply, sitting back down as everybody laughs a little. I'm sorry, man. I just ain't no good at maths. Yuck. He shakes his head in disgust, making the crowd laugh again. Well, to keep it short, your name and I have been together for eight years, as she said, and... Scotty, you go on if I fall asleep. He continues explaining, smiling with you in the crowd. Okay, I'll be quick. This was the song that made her say yes when I proposed. It finishes its long sentence, playing the chords of Charles Hart's Are You Lonesome Tonight? Dead serious, boy. You smile happily. You love it when he mentions your name on stage. It makes you feel important. At least people now know who the king gave his heart away. You look down at him, wanting to touch him so bad, yet you stay composed and close your eyes, listening to his melodious voice. You are enjoying the show, then you hear a group laughter all of a sudden. <laughs> and I had no cause to die. <laughs> you look down at Elvis and notice him laughing uncontrollably as he made a fun comment while singing, probably directed to one of the male fans in the crowd. He tries to gain his composure again, but he keeps looking at that man and goes on laughing hysterically. This makes you laugh as well, because you love to see him truly happy. When he finally finishes playing, you decide to stand up and walk to the nearest empty space, which actually is on the stairs. You sigh happily when looking at him. He makes you so satisfied just by breathing. I've been traveling over
He is now playing one of the last songs, Trying to Get to You. He sees you moving your body a little as you feel the beat, so he nods and smirks at you while biting his bottom lip. Gosh, he is so sexy. You think silently while watching him. You can truly see his passion for music when he sings this song. Mostly because of his vocal range, which goes from extremely low to high. Another thing you adore of him. At the end of the concert, you immediately walk backstage to his changing room. You push the door open and enter the room, walking towards the red leather sofa. You sit down and sigh happily, even if you are quite tired. You decide to rest your side for a while, leaning your back against the sofa and removing your heels, massaging your feet. You close your eyes and hum softly to baby what you want me to do. You are so lost in your thoughts that you don't hear Elvis walking inside the room. You don't even feel his weight falling on the sofa. You got me doing what you want me, oh baby, what you want me to do. He whispers in your ear while grabbing your waist with his hand. He places a soft kiss on the skin of your neck, making you open your eyes. I, I didn't see you here. You tell him, smiling softly while blushing. Of course, Darl. Your eyes were closed. He replies, chuckling a little while curling his lovely upper lip. You feel his hand go further on your clothes, sliding towards your thighs. You bite your bottom lip as you look down at his hand. Then you turn your side to him and smirk softly. How can I satisfy you, big boy? You ask him, fixing his sweaty, soaked hair back in place. He doesn't say anything and kisses your lips in a very passionate way, pulling you upon his lap. You let out a soft moan and smirk between the kisses you both share with each other. He slides his hand under your red top, playing with your bra. You always satisfy me, pretty mama. He whispers one more time, making you more turned on. Then you push him down on the sofa, climbing upon him and wildly undressing him. Only you and him know what is going to happen.